I'm Andrew Sylvester. I'm one of the ministers here at Chatswood Presbyterian. And I want to ask you the question, what is your plan for Christmas? What is your plan for Christmas? Actually, I reckon we've got about 30 seconds. Turn to the person next to you and ask them, what's their plan for Christmas? 30 seconds. I can see you guys have lots of plans for Christmas. Very good, very good. Let's come back together. That's, uh, I, I'm hearing lots of, lots of enjoyment here. I know you don't want to stop talking about your plans. That's uh, very exciting. Who has plans to get Christmas presents? Anyone with plans for Christmas presents? Very good. Anyone going away on a holiday? Anyone going on away on a holiday? Uh, has anyone ever thought about what was God's plan for Christmas? Was his plan about getting two public holidays, eating copious amounts of food? No? No? Well, to help us understand what God's plan was for Christmas, I have actually arranged at great cost, sorry, Committee of Management, uh, a great cost to send two time travellers back, and they're going to bring us the actual manger from Mary and Joseph. So uh, the two time travellers, are they, are they here? Uh, I think they're coming through. Oh, there we go. Welcome. Welcome back to 2023, guys. Uh, Audrey, did you let some smell in over there? What's what's going on? Can Can you guys smell that too? Oh, uh, Jeff, uh, I said bring the, the manger, not manure. We didn't mean to bring it, but Mary said, you want the manger? You've got to clear out the stable. Oh. <laughs> you know that's where you were sending us. Well, I, I knew that that, that that is where I was, I, but I never thought about the smell before. <laughs> oh, I think you two had better take off again. But it is a very good manger. It reminds me of the crèche, the crèche-covered one. Uh, uh. When you thought about God's plan, did you ever think about, did you ever think about the smell? Like we all know the great story that this was God's great plan, that it was going to be David's descendant uh, to Mary and Joseph at the time of the census. They're going to go back to Bethlehem. You know, all of Joseph's family were there. Why didn't anybody give them some space? Why did they have to be born in a stable with all the poo? Like, if you're on a bus and you see a pregnant woman, you give up your seat for your pregnant woman every time. Why did Joseph's family kick Mary and Joseph out to a stable to give birth? What has that got to do with God's plan? What can a stinky manger tell us about God's great plan? Well, God's plan for Christmas was to be humbled so you could go home. I'm going to say that again. God's plan for Christmas was to be humbled so that you could go home. Do you guys know what humble means? Does anyone know what the opposite to humble is? Anyone down the front here? The opposite to humble is? Unhumble. Unhumble. Very good. Very good. Hannah? The opposite to humble is proud. 
You know, we can be proud of our presents. We can be proud of our holidays. We can be proud of our plans for Christmas. But God's plan for Christmas was to be humbled so that we could go home. We can actually read about that in the Bible. And I'm going to just focus on that first bit first. God's plan was to be humbled. The Apostle Paul actually wrote a Christmas carol. I'm not sure if you recognize this as a Christmas carol, but in Philippians chapter 2, there we, have a, we have a short little Christmas carol. Philippians chapter 2, verses 11, 6 to 11. If you've got a Bible open, you could turn it there now. But uh, we do have it on the screen. Philippians 2, 6 to 11. It says that Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God as something to be used to his advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness in that stinky stable. Now, children, can you show me those beautiful pictures of heaven there? Some beautiful pictures. Oh, wow, very good there, Maddie. Very good. Oh, nice ones. Very good. Wow, lots of very beautiful pictures, right? Now, if you were living there in that picture, would you want to leave that place? Like... Coming to Chatswood, we are, it's a very beautiful place, but would you leave that place to be born in a small, dirty, stinky stable? Even though Jesus was God, he had everything. He had everything and more in your picture. He chose to become nothing, to be born as a servant. God's plan was to be humbled so that you could go home. Why? Why did Jesus choose to be born as a man and live among the sin and suffering of the world? God wanted to bring us home, to his home, to heaven. God's plan for Christmas was to give us this great and costly gift. He was going to pay for it with his own life, to pay the penalty of our sin. So maybe you're asking, why is this gift so expensive? Why did it cost Jesus to die? Why did he have to do that? Well, the thing is, we've got a debt. It's a debt worse than giving your kids the credit card at Christmas time. Because everyone else, we, we, everybody, you and me, we have a huge debt of sin against God. We've done so many things against him. And it deserves a penalty of death. There are all those times that we, we even neglected his existence. We don't even think about him. We spurn his knowledge. We think that we know better. We treat other people as if we're better than them. We try to show off and show other people that, that we are proud and we are better. We're not humbling ourselves. We hurt other people. We hurt people whom God loves, his own children. And we neglect him all the time. We just learned in Leviticus what a great debt of sin we have against God. And when we're honest with ourselves, we need some help. We can't pay this debt. There's only one person that's qualified to pay that for us, and that was Jesus. God's plan was to be humbled to bring us home. We can see that in verse 8 of Philippians 2. And being found in appearance as a man, Jesus, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Did you see that? Jesus humbled himself to take our place. God's plan for Christmas was to give you a gift 
that even though it would cost Jesus' own life, he would willingly and humbly go. What a plan, what a gift. Isn't it right then that God's acknowledged for what he's done, that he has done such a great thing? And that's exactly how Paul finishes off his Christmas carol. He says, God exalted him, Jesus, to the highest place and gave him the name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. So next time you're thinking about that beautiful nativity scene with Mary and Joseph and the animals, remember how smelly that was. Remember that God chose to give that up, chose to be, give up being in heaven to go to the stable for you. He humbled himself. He humiliated himself so that you could be home with him in heaven. And even though Jesus was surrounded by the stinky sins of this world, he qualified himself to be our substitute, to die in our place so that we could go home. Now, when we think about Christmas and we have great plans and we want to meet our family at Christmas, we can remember that sometimes Christmas is a very triggering time for people. Not everyone has great plans. Not everyone has a great family to go to. Maybe their family's so far away. We have tense and broken relationships. Christmas time is a time of grieving lost ones. Remember, however broken your experience is, a family, remember that Jesus chose a family just like yours. He was cast out to a stinky stable so that you could be in a family just like his. So what are your plans for Christmas? Are you planning to accept this invitation from God? That you could be in a family like his? Realize that you have a great debt of sin against God. Turn away and say, I don't want that anymore. I want to remember what you've done for me, Jesus. Ask him to forgive you. And just like that, God's plan for Christmas, being humbled so that you could be home, will come true. You'll be a part of his family. So let's not rush through Christmas, let's quiet in our hearts and let's pray to God and let's give him thanks for what he did and ask us that he would let us into his family through Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you that you were humbled, that you would go not just to this earth and leaving heaven, but to the stinkiest stable in Bethlehem, that you would be born and pay our price so that we could be in heaven with you. Thank you for going to such a broken family, so that we could be in such a complete family in heaven, that we'd have this great hope for all time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.